Guys, can we just give it up for them one more time? I mean, wasn't that incredible? You guys, this is awesome. There's so many of you here. That's amazing. I mean, we can't really see them because of the lights, but I bet there's a lot of people here. Okay, tonight is the first night of normal programming at Big House, and we just wanted to take a few minutes <clears throat> to talk about some of the very most important things that we believe in here at Big House. To do this, we are going to talk about three different things um, that make up our mission statement. So our mission statement is this, engaging students as they build independent faith to launch them into a lifetime pursuit of Christ. So that's what we're about. Wasn't that amazing? Mind blown, right? <laughs> um, okay, I'm going to pray quick and then we're each going to talk a little bit about uh, each part of this. So will you bow your heads? Um, God, thank you. Uh, thank you that we get to come to this place and we get to sing about you and we get to learn about you and we get to laugh and have fun. Um, God, thank you that you care enough about us that you found a way to maintain a relationship with us even though we screw it up over and over again. So could you just show up here tonight and um, just as we talk about what our desire is here tonight, God, I just pray that it would line up with your desires. We love you and it's in um, Jesus' name we pray, amen. Oh my gosh, I forgot we had that. Okay, we got some pictures here because we wanted to like introduce you guys to ourselves. So I'm Nikki. Hey, I've been at Big House a couple years and um, I got a picture of myself in high school. <laughs> I was really good looking. I, I, this is actually a senior picture. <laughs> Yeah, so that's neat. Um, ben actually uh, had something come up last minute with his family and couldn't be here tonight. But actually, Ben's jacked in that picture. And Haley looks pretty hot. So I kind of hate that they put me next to them. <laughs> but that's cool. High school sweethearts, too. Oh, no. Yeah, so I'm Caleb, in case you've forgotten the last eight minutes. Uh, also, you probably know my siblings, Lainey, who is up here. Yep, I'm going to do it. I'm embarrassing them. And then Jackson, who is in the back. So yeah, buddy. make sure that they're here um, and they make me look good. Um, but yeah. Oh, so They don't have to make you look good, Caleb. You already do. Check out that picture. I was telling him earlier, I love how you, me, and Ben picked photos that are like, those are all right. Those are nice. And then Caleb just threw in one where he's got hat hair. I, okay. Here's the thing. I did not part my hair like that. Uh, this was purely for the sake of I stole a friend's glasses on the bus for soccer, which was an interesting place. Um, but my hair was really bad, though, overall. So a fair representation of, of how it went. Uh, me and Jackson got haircuts at the same time because our hair was really bad, and our mom told people that she never knew, or she never thought her boys were ugly, but she didn't know how cute they were until they got their hair cut. <laughs> and, yeah, so that one's never been lived down. I get reminded of that on the, on the yearly by my friends. So, <laughs> that's that. Dan looks like a real tough guy. Tough guy? I was, I was. <laughs> All right, let's move on. You've seen those pictures. <laughs> They're speechless. Yeah. 
All right, so Nikki introduced kind of what we're going to talk about and what, oh gosh, and what Big House is kind of as a whole and our mission and what we stand for. Um, and we each are going to talk about three, those three specific words, right? Engage, build, and launch. And why those are what our mission statement is kind of formed around. Um, so I was going to talk about engage for a little bit. Um, the first of the three kind of pillars of what Big House stands on. Um, right at the start of this mission statement, engaging students. So what does that mean? I, in order to help me understand things, I like to figure out what things are not, if that makes sense. So for engage, I wanted to kind of understand really what it meant for big house. So I looked at what the opposite of engagement was and I found antonyms like decline, refuse, dismiss, or withdraw. And that helped me understand more in our, the context of our mission statement of engaging students does not look like taking a step back, does not look like leaving people alone. It's the opposite of that. So these three pillars we're talking about tonight are modeled directly after Jesus and who he was and what he did on his time on earth and how he interacted with those around him. Um, and we've got plenty of scriptures that we have to kind of compare those as well. But time and time again, when you're reading the Bible, specifically in the New Testament, you see Jesus in all of these stories that we'll most likely be talking about all year, interacting with people, not declining to meet somebody if they want to, or refusing to go to a, a crowded room, or dismissing those around him all the time because he just wanted to pray with his, his father in heaven. We see him engaging in people constantly. The people who have high statuses in cities, people who are the lowest of the low that people have outcast for years and want nothing to do with, and he engages with them. He approaches them and makes them feel seen and known. He meets people where they're at, and he creates space for them to truly encounter him. So this idea, this first engage pillar of Jesus' ministry on earth is also a pillar of Big House. And so that's what it looks like with here. So this space for Big House, we believe in engaging students, making a space that is available Wednesday nights for us to engage each other, to build relationships in family groups, that's why those are important, to listen to teachings together, to play games together, to sing music together, to just have a space where we can be together and engage with those around us. And this is a space to engage God as well through worship like we just did, through learning about who he is and what he's done for us, praying together, and just experiencing his presence in maybe ways that we haven't done before just through this experience and, and this space. So Big House is a space for us to engage and create authentic relationships with each other and God. That's kind of that first pillar of that mission statement. I believe, Caleb, you have the... Yeah. So, like, would engaging students, like, would it be um, the staff letting the students win in volleyball on caravan? Would that be, yeah, <laughs> like, was, an example yeah, of, we, we can, we I mean, just win. asking. Just, just wanted to check. It would just look bad if we won on purpose, like, you know? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well said, Nikki. Exactly. Well said. All right. So then that second bit of our mission statement um, is building independent faith. And so it's kind of a lot in that. Um, I think one of the biggest things that we want here is, again, for this to be a safe space for you guys to come as you are um, and to be a bit vulnerable, especially in family groups. Um, I know that's not the easiest thing. It's not the funnest thing sometimes, but that is how we truly interact with each other, and that's how we're going to grow and learn from each other. Um, and we're all in different spots. Some of us have been in the church since before we can even remember it, and for others of you, this might be your first time in this building or your first time at Big House, um, and that's perfect. We are so glad you're here, whoever you are. Um, none of us have a perfect faith. We don't. We certainly don't have it figured out. 
I especially Dan. <laughs> um, so please just feel able to be vulnerable um, and to, to grow, to feel a bit uncomfortable, because growth is oftentimes pretty uncomfortable, but you're better for it. Um, and so how do we go about building this faith then? Well, one of the biggest things that we encourage here is to remain gospel-focused, and the best way you can do that is to be in Scripture, to be reading your Bible. Um, that is where we see who Jesus Christ is, and that's how we know where we stand with God and what Jesus did for us is through what we have written in the Bible. Um, but also on top of that, engage with each other, as Dan said. Um, a big part of building is, is working together. Uh, I know you can sit and read your Bible all day, um, and you'll probably forget it the next day unless you've actually talked to someone about it and like had a conversation. And that's why we have family groups, is to help you guys interact with each other and to build those relationships that then point you back to Christ. We could preach all day, and we could give you the best sermon you've ever heard, and you'd probably forget 95% of it. But you'll go to family groups, and you might have a great conversation, and that's much more likely to stick with you. And so that is why we do what we do. Um, and lastly, we see this, that Jesus wants us to be in community. There's multiple times in the Gospels where Jesus says in Matthew 18:20, For where two or three gather in my name, I am with them. And that just flat out tells us that is from Jesus himself saying, hey, where there are multiple of you together, I am there. And so that is why we gather and we spend time together. Um, and then another example of this is Luke 10. Jesus sends out 72 disciples. And he sends them out in pairs because he knows that they are going to be better together. They can accomplish so much more as a team rather than a bunch of individuals trying to do everything on their own. So we really just encourage you to be vulnerable and being open to working together, to learning from each other, to having your opinions challenged a bit sometimes. That's the reality of having faith. We all have a bit of a different faith. But yeah, we just really encourage you to be here and to be with each other. And I think Nikki is going to close us out. First of all, you guys are amazingly polite when you listen. Way to go. Yeah, I just have a few more things to say, and then we're going to play a game, and rumor on the street is that there's a $50 prize for the winner. <laughs> so keep listening, though, or that number could go down. Um, okay, I'm going to talk about launch. Our goal, man, Caleb, you are so much taller than me. Our goal here at Big House is that you would leave here knowing how to connect to God in a way that's meaningful to you. Um, we really care about you guys a lot. And I guess we kind of want you to like us, but we want you to leave here not um, missing us, not thinking that your faith was built on anything about this place. We want you to leave here knowing how to connect to God in ways that are meaningful to you. We want you to leave here with a solid, firm foundation built on truths that are found in the Bible. Um, so what does that even mean? I'm going to tell you a few pillars of our faith, and I'm going to do it really fast, okay? Confession, forgiveness of sins, and resurrection are three things um, that we believe and that we will proclaim here at Big House. So the first one is confession, and it comes out of Romans 3, 23 through 24. It says, for all have sinned and fall short of the glory of God, and all are justified freely by his grace through the redemption that came by Jesus Christ. So what that says is the truth is that we all sin every single day, and that um, confession is really just naming our sin that we have committed, you guys, we need to confess to God, right? And sometimes we even need to confess to other people. 
and ask for forgiveness, um, confess to other people we have wronged. And then sometimes we need to tell other people just for some accountability. Um, so that's the confession part. Forgiveness, um, I'm going to read Psalm 103.12. This part is so cool, so please listen. This is um, when uh, it's describing how God sees us after we've sinned, after he's forgiven us. It says, as far as the east is from the west, so far has he removed our transgressions from us. Let me read that again. As far as the east is from the west. Do you know how far that is? Like forever, right? So, so God totally forgives us, absolutely. On Caravan, quite a few of you guys talked about how what keeps you from praying or communicating with God is shame, right? But the truth is we don't have to like be ashamed because of the power that comes from that kind of forgiveness. So that's amazing. Um, it's probably the most important thing, actually. Um, then Romans 6, 9, I want to share that it says um, that Jesus conquered sin. That whole passage is about how Jesus conquered sin and um, that we can count ourselves, um, we're no longer dead to sin and, and we're alive in Christ. And so the truth is when you take your sin to God, when you take your brokenness to him, what is true of Jesus becomes absolutely true of you. So you're all of a sudden blameless. All of a sudden you're free from the grip of sin that it used to have on you. All of a sudden um, Christ dying and um, made you free from sin. Sin has no more power over you. In 1 John 1, 9, it says, we confess our sins and he is faithful and just and will forgive our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. So the deal is you bring death um, and God gives you life and forgiveness. Okay, so that's a pretty good upgrade if you ask me. Um, it's similar to kind of like um, when a kid is adopted, like whatever was true of the family instantly becomes true of that kid. And so we get a really good deal in this. Um, sin no longer has power over you. Um, it no longer has power to destroy or control you. And you get to be free in God. Um, so that's the kind of proclamation that we want you to leave here with, believing that because of what Jesus did, that you are no longer a slave to sin and no longer controls you. Um, there's this cool verse that's from Romans six twelve, and it says, therefore, do not let sin reign in your mortal bodies so that you obey its evil desires. Do not offer any part of yourself to sin as an instrument of wickedness, but rather offer yourself to God as those who have been bought by the death brought by from God has brought you from death to life and therefore offer every part of yourself to him as an instrument of righteousness so the truth is sin doesn't control any part of you anymore which is incredible um, God has made you new in Corinthians 5 17 it says therefore if anyone is in Christ he is a new creation the old is gone and the new is here so these pillars of faith um, here a big house that we pro profess is um, confession forgiveness and new life okay so that's what we're about here at big house um, we want you to take the next step and um, launch you into whether that's like tomorrow or next week or um, next year we want to help you have a solid faith in God so we're here cheering you on um, we're for you and then after you know you have confessed um, every single day and God forgives you every single day and you're born new every single day. What God asks of you is that you would just put your energy into loving him and loving others. And um, that pretty much only takes the rest of your life to even start to figure out. So, awesome. Um, okay, 
let's wrap up because we've been up here for a while and I really want to see who's going to win $50. Um, so the truth is we want to engage students. We want to help you guys build independent faith so that you can have a lifetime relationship with Jesus. Um, and the only reason you can have that is because of what Jesus did on the cross for you. Um, Jesus went to where people were. He saw the needs and he met the needs. And he didn't stop there. He invited people. He invites you and challenges you to put your faith in him and to put your trust in him. And then he changes you. Jesus lived a perfect, lived a perfect life um, and didn't deserve to be punished at all. And he chose to take on your sin, to take on my sin, so that we could continue a relationship with him forever. When we put our faith in him, the power of the Holy Spirit is in us and he is always with us. So that's what we're about. Awesome? Okay, great. Um, I'm going to pray, and then we're going to worship a little bit more. Okay? Right? Okay, good. Um, God, I think we probably often take for granted uh, how powerful the amazing truths of you are, that, that all we bring um, to the relationship is death and destruction and brokenness and sin, and all you give us is life and forgiveness and new hope and um, uh, a relationship with you for all eternity. So God, thank you for loving us enough to forgive us over and over again. Thank you for loving us enough to change us. Um, we love you, and we really do proclaim those things to be true. It's in your son's name we pray. Amen. Okay, so I know Nikki said that like no more talking, but just give me like 30 seconds. <laughs> it's okay.